one. Um, Probably notifications in your account. <laughs> Probably need to apologise first for being late to my own <laughs> 25 minutes, some technical difficulties, but we're here now. Um, it's made, we'll give the people what they want. You have been cutting for a wee while. What is happening with that? What does your daily routine look like? So... I have two different daily routines. So basically, I have a training day and a non-training day. Um, so on my training day, I've eaten about 2,270 calories around that. So I generally have a meal before I train. So I get up first. I walk to work with Lauren, get a coffee, come back. Um, you know, you have to get caffeine in it. Come back, have breakfast, then train. Um, I've been lucky enough to have keys to a gym, so but the vast majority of my stuff is done inside the gym anyway. Um, the gym's mainly just for trying to keep muscle mass. Um, then I come back, focus on getting ten thousand steps at least a day. I usually get about sixteen thousand because I don't have a car and I walk everywhere. Because <laughs> you've got short legs, maybe. <laughs> Um, then I'd have lunch um, on training days so it's it's like mid carb then high protein then about four hours later I'd have my dinner so around six o'clock I'd have dinner um, again that'd be like a high fat or a high high carb um, high protein meal and then I'd have like a snack before I go to bed um, it's well spread I tried today I'm not really that hungry and I do live off a few monsters as well <laughs> they, they suppress the appetite then on oh, I Huh? No idea what you mean. Never touched the monster in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, then on non-training days, I would basically just skip breakfast and have a low carb. Uh, I'd fast until about one o'clock, just because um, I like to have my food in the evening time because that's when I'm hungry. I'm never really hungry in the morning. Um, I'd have a low carb lunch, a high protein, and then my carbs start coming in later on in the evening. <clears throat> That's basically carbs, carbs, carbs yeah, later on in the day because I love carbs in the evening. I'd love to sit down and watch the football and just munch away. Actually, that's all right. Yeah, so it's the, the taste factor of having some carbs later in the evening gives you something yeah. to look forward to. So yeah, bowl of, bowl of cereal, two hours, like an hour before bed. Unreal. What, what cereal do you have? I was in the Cocoa Pops, but then I'm, I, I, uh, I changed the nest quick because there's like per 30 grams there's like four grams of carbs less and it and it means more cereal so i'm having a porridge oats in the morning and i've been like experimenting with trying to mix it up like by putting in like different syrups or sauces or like <laughs> the skinny sauce looks vile <laughs> i'm telling you that like it actually tastes spot on. See, hazelnut chocolate is, is a game changer. Um, mm. I put in a wee square of white chocolate. I usually put dark chocolate into my porridge. I put white chocolate just because I felt exotic. Um, but it, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I don't it's know if I or something, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. It's so better. It just, yeah, it just doesn't taste right. See, when you're used to something for so long, it just, it doesn't taste right, no. Um, That's the same with me and the cream of rice before I train. It's always cream of rice, a scoop of protein, 100 grams of berries, and 10 grams of dark chocolate. 
that's just a non-negotiable. <laughs> the cream of rice box in my head, I don't know what it's meant to be. It tastes really nice, but is it, is it like a it's breakfast? It's basically just like powderized rice. So, and like, do you know, do you know baby rice? Like what babies eat? Yeah, it's a bad day when you're starting. Same as that, except like an adult version. But it's like flavor. You can get flavored versions of it. It's class. It's just like an what, easily digestible carb. What was the one you gave? It was caramel, wasn't it? It was like caramel. Caramel. Oh, top notch. It was very, but like, are you meant to have like chicken or turkey burgers or stuff with it? Oh, no. Like chocolate favorite rice and then turkey burgers. <laughs> he said rice. So I'm like, I'll have that with my turkey burgers. And I was like, again, I don't know how I feel about it. I had Frank's hot sauce and turkey burgers with this cream of rice at the side. And it just made a very interesting combination. No, 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 no. No, it's like a rice pudding. Yeah. It's it, like, it was actually nice. Yeah, yeah it's lovely. It is. It's yeah. Nice. Didn't utilise it correctly. Yeah, exactly. When you make it right, it's just fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you're spot on. Uh, right, well... Look, we'll get into the main topic of today's chat. Um, we're going to talk about getting back into the gym. So we have a date. The Irish people have a date. Uh, Finally. Yeah. Still a couple of weeks away, but uh, we have a date to go back to the gym. So obviously there's going to be people who haven't been near a gym for five months, upwards of five months, because we're only open for three weeks at Christmas, and you have the choice of pubs or gym. It's the same again, I pubs or gym. <laughs> I know, open in the same day, and look, we'll get to that point later, but what advice would you say to someone who's going back to the gym for the first time in five months? So, well, like, you haven't been... Tr- you haven't been training or you have been training at home. Most people probably haven't because we all hit home workouts. Um, yeah. But even if you have, you'll still be fairly like uh, sensitive to exercise. So straight off the bat, you might want to take a little bit easier. Say if you already have a plan made there, even if you have a coach, the coach will know obviously to bring, bring in slowly um, and don't kill yourself all at once. So yeah. if you're working with your set, like obviously on your own homemade plan, take like a deload first so what is a deload basically rather if you usually do three working sets just do two or lower the overall volume really so how much um how much like reps sets etc etc you do in each exercise just because you're going to be dying with doms otherwise (laughs) you won't be able to walk up the stairs after like day. never mind coming down it but doms are basically like delayed onset muscle soreness so basically just the pain in your muscles uh after you train and generally the first week back you'd be dying for a few days after it oh yeah literally getting nailed by a bus i remember the first time i did my first program with you and i was training before and then literally like when i started the program i was literally like i remember texting i was like i feel like i got hit by a bus (laughs) the dogs are something different i I think that's because you engaged your hamstrings for the first time when you (laughs) She started squatting properly and deadlifting properly (laughs) and and then obviously you add structure to your plans so try and have a split that you follow um if it's like a push pull legs or upper lower upper lower or something like that along them lines and then try and uh, bring in progressive overload to obviously make some progress yeah i think you touched on some very valid points that people kind of don't think about when they're going to the gym they just want to go and do everything end up so for a week isn't there anything about your bicep curls (laughs) 
where yeah, do a scoop of pre-workout, try up for the five months at best by doing everything at once. But yeah, exactly. uh, you're right. Uh, just keeping some sort of minimum effective dosage by like literally doing the bare minimum. It's the one time you can get away with doing the bare minimum. And you, and and you get, get some lady gains again. Oh, listen, you'll end up progressing what six weeks worth of normal progress within a week because you're so sensitive to it. Yeah, exactly. um, again, just sticking to our program, so having same or similar exercises each time that you train, and then as you said, progressing them each time. The whole point in using Agile is pretty much to develop some form of strength or linear progression in your actual muscle mass. So, or drive those markers higher, which means you need to get stronger. So, writing down what you're fucking doing, the amount of people that go in and wing it, and <coughs> just each week going, oh, I think I've done this, I'm going to do this this week, I'm feeling like that. And as much as, yes, for the first couple of weeks, you will get some form of adaptation, three or four weeks in, you're, you're going to be stuck again. So, yeah, yeah, have a plan. Literally, fine. just get a little book. Like I have, literally, just like a notebook, something similar, ooh, something similar to that. Like, and I just write down what I do. Or you can even get apps on your phone now because everyone's doing everything digitalized. Uh, you can literally get apps on your phone where you can just do pop in what exercise you did, what weight you did, and then next time you come back to that, um, that split again, it'll tell you what you did the week before. Jane, just give me a second. I'm just going to talk to the person that's listening. <laughs> this boy here is dyslexic. He can't even read. <laughs> If he can write down what he's doing, it makes sense, but make progress. So can you. <laughs> Great panda. <laughs> I love getting abused for singing a Wednesday morning. <laughs> that wasn't abuse. You were the shining light. You were the example there, mate. If you can do it, so can anyone. You are the star <laughs> of the show. Awesome. Um, right, well, on the, you know, opposite end of that uh, there is going to be the temptation by a lot of people to do everything at once uh, any tips to avoid injury um avoiding injury so obviously a massive thing for obviously avoiding injury is significant recovery so yeah. if, if if you now that you have the time before gyms open most of us probably aren't back to work or are, are working from home i know i'm back to work tomorrow um, and lifestyle but um you know focus on trying to get like you know enough sleep every night get yourself in a good routine focus on you know active active recovery so getting your steps in uh, whether it's going for a cycle or even getting a, just going for a walk in the evening uh, getting the blood flowing and that'll help the doms when you do come back to to train again anyway and um, yeah. focus on good nutrition so obviously try and get you know your high protein so 1.6 to 2.2 two grams of protein depending on the body and depending on the muscle mass i'm pretty sure that's right <laughs> um depending on how much muscle you hold and stuff like that so make sure you have enough protein in obviously because protein is um the main the main growth um what am i trying to get out so yeah 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 basically so it'll help you grow more muscles so basically when we're training you're breaking down little muscles um, yeah. or you're breaking down your muscles tearing little muscle fibers and what the protein does is it helps build them back stronger that's how you get bigger muscles um so like they would be two of the main things i two or three of the main things i would definitely be looking towards to like optimize recovery and prevent injury 
obviously don't over over push yourself as well. So take it easy. Yeah. For you. Don't be an idiot again. Yeah, don't, don't try. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't go back to the gym. And yeah, we were we were actually in the gym two weeks ago uh, to get one of our mates to take some pictures, you know, for the for, for the Instagram yeah, yeah. that gym. And he hadn't deadlifted in uh, what was it like three months, oh. uh, four months at the time, yeah, and decided to try and do a one minute max and he did get a few years and was now in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. So, um, yeah, don't get your boy. Remember your boy over in Dubai trying to do one rep max and then bench and tore his pecs straight clear, clean off his clean off the bone. Oh, yeah, this is Ryan yeah. something. I don't even know what his name is. Yeah, so well, yeah, it was, yeah, flex. We look, oh, no, I can't even remember who it was training Ryan, with. Ryan, anyway, uh, yeah, but the man we was training with him. Who was it, sorry? Harry Wheels was training with him. He was Harry, yeah. the scariest thing of that was him just bicep curling the bar up off him. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty deflating as it is. But, um, look, you, you mentioned obviously sleep and steps there, which have a massive impact on your training. Uh, I'm lose my word, words there, but uh, the quality of your training anyway. So yeah. you're saying at the moment you're getting somewhere between 10 and 16,000 steps. That's, that's a lot of steps in I mean, right. your real legs aside, how are you fitting them into your routine? Do you have a structure as to how many steps you get in the morning, the evening? How do you actually get those steps in? It's usually the same really every day. So when I um when I get up in the morning, I'd, I I weigh myself every morning. So I weigh myself, get a shower, um, and then right. walk, walk with Lauren to work. So if I walk to work down to Panama and back to the gaff, it's about um 3,000 steps. So then... During the day, if I was training, I'd obviously walk back to where I'm training and back, which is about another four thousand steps. And then plus, I don't, I don't generally um track like the steps that I'm doing in the gym because like you know you're training there, so I would. Uh, huh? Uh, how do you manage not to track them? Do they not? I say, I, if I was if I was training, so at the minute I'm wearing the aura ring, so it's basically right. for like recovery, so it tracks your sleep more so than. It tracks your sleep and your steps, so I just take it off and training. Um, before I had the Apple Watch and I just took it off because I don't really care about what calories I burned during a session yeah. because they're 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 wrong anyway. Like all them trackers are wrong anyway, so um, yeah. I just I just don't go by them. Um, I don't see the point. <laughs> so that's how I just don't track my steps when I'm training. Um, Sorry, that's, mate. That's commitment. I track every single step that I do. <laughs> I don't go downstairs for a pee in the middle of the night without <laughs> watch on <laughs> um, Basically, then walk back. Um, do a few bits around the house. So obviously doing like hoovering and stuff around the house, trying to keep it clean. And um, then I'd sit down and do some more work, and then I'd walk down and meet Lauren um, when she's finished work, and then walk back. So that's straight up. What's that? That's ten thousand steps alone. Just walking her to work, walking back, walking to the gym, back, walking back to her work and back. So that's literally 10,000 steps alone. So anything above that is surplus calories yeah, burned. You're, you're literally getting the steps in without having to actually go any plan. You don't actually, yeah, you don't actually have to go for a walk. <laughs> Which, yeah, essentially, is 
neat and it like non-exercise activity thermogenesis in this element where you don't actually need to go walk you're just making subconscious choices to walk places instead of like you don't drive anyway so yeah i can't wait to see the amount of steps i do now because like we're i'll be back and work next or well tomorrow and you know we'll be walking up and in the steps or in in work and you know restocking the shop and stuff like that so i'd say i'll be up like twenty-five thousand steps i remember like last summer or the summer before one of the girls and I had used to have a competition and she used to run 5k before she come to work and we'd both oh. be like 26 27 000 steps a day we'd have you know you can add yourself you can add like uh, friends on Fitbit yeah and we used to have a competition to see who would have the most steps in the month <laughs> well, it's, well, it's great to have those competitions I used to challenge my clients to see if you can beat his steps each day and like you get yeah. some crazy numbers but Jobs where you are on your feet like that. I remember when I used to work in lifestyle back day and again, there would be like you'd average even like a four or five hour shift, you'd be averaging 15, 16,000 steps. Just Especially if you're working footwear, because you're constantly running in and in out serving customers. If you're standing on the yeah. table, maybe not as much because you're just standing on your feet. You're not really moving much, but apart from that, like Yeah, well look those the, the, the actual calories are are the yeah, the calories that you burn from moving more is massive. So actually, like, if you're doing 10,000 steps, then you're burning anywhere between three and 700 calories. Do a bit more than that, then that makes a massive difference. So you can imagine how much more you can do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, you can imagine how hey, much just go home. <laughs> Yeah, like office workers, like average, what, four or 5,000 steps a day, six if they're pushing it. Like they, they actually can't get away with eating as much without storing it, so that's why it's really important to get them in if you don't have an active lifestyle. And um, I'm, I'm finding not being in the gym right now, um, that having to actually go and plan walks and stuff is until you actually get in a structure, it's very difficult to actually think, How do I get like I'm doing between 12 and 16,000 right now? How do you actually get that in? So I try and get as many as I can in the morning so that I'm not looking at my watch in the evening going, and like, oh, yeah. That happened to me. Uh, I was like, I have to get another thousand steps in. So I literally walked out of my apartment and literally did like a circle uh, around by the guard of arcs and back. And I was like, uh, literally, I came back and it was 10,000 in one step. So I was like, that's me done. I'm away to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I moved in here, I didn't have a good routine to it. I was trying to get my steps in, and I end up just walking up and down the room, left and right. And there's no lights, no street lights around here, and I left it very late. And I wanted to watch. I think there was like, it was Real Madrid were playing, and I was like, Nah, I'm watching this. But I just kept on walking up and down the room, and then you on the iPad walking. <laughs> it, it was terrible. We don't, we didn't even have blinds on the windows at this time, so the light was on. And then they looked from the outside and they went, "That guy should walking around in circles. There's something wrong with him." They'd be right, but I uh, got my steps in. Fantastic. Kill <laughs> me. The other thing that you mentioned was sleep. So. Yeah. Uh, obviously we, we know sleep's important we'll not get into how important sleep is but is there any tips that you have on improving your quality of sleep recently i've started like so obviously having a good like pre-bed routine is good so obviously like, doing, you know, doing the same things um pre-bed so like every night i have blue lock blue light blockers whether they work or not i don't know i find the work for me it's it's probably a mental thing um 
biased at the moment and watching the TV just to limit the amount of blue light going in because apparently it ha- uh, blue light disrupts your circadian rhythm, which basically helps you fall asleep and helps your sleep quality. Um, yeah. I then uh, reduce, so in like our bedroom and, and even in our sitting room, I have like, we've, we've lamps, but we have low, low watt uh, bulbs in them. So they're a little bit darker than what they, they would be, you know, in say the hall or somewhere like that, because the darker the room is, your body starts to tell itself that it's going to sleep. Uh, the yeah. brighter it is, it starts basically waking itself up because it think because because it thinks it's daytime outside. Uh, so even just changing the the bulb wattage is um, really really decent for helping sleep. Then like I do take some supplements, so I started taking the Stram Support Max Neuro. It has like ashwagandha and stuff, and it helps you relax. Um, because how are you how are you finding that? Mate? I've seen a few people. Awesome. Yeah, no, I like it. See, because I'm doing a lot of work at home at the minute, you know, you're const- I'm constantly sitting on a laptop, typing up like plans, um, client check-ins. Uh, I, I spent last week trying to build a website. Um, you should have seen me. I was <laughs> pulling my hair out. I'm not, I'm not good. Like I did business in college and we did like, like the basics of how to build a website. I couldn't even use a template in Wix. I was YouTube. <laughs> and, um, but um, I find it's hard to turn off sometimes. You know, because like sitting here right now, I'm sitting in the sitting room and this is where I do all my work. So yeah. when I'm sitting here in the evening, I'm nearly like, I should be working. Yeah. That sort of way. Um, so I find it helps me sit back, like basically relax and calm in the evening. So I literally, like it's unreal. It tastes lovely. I just mix it with water. It just, it tastes like mangoes. Uh, it's like you're just yeah. drinking like an, orange, an orange juice or like tropical juice. I put a wee bit of ice into it as well. Um, and then basically before I go to bed, I take set of so zinc and magnesium, uh, vitamin D and vitamin K, and I take melatonin as well. So yeah, uh, basically, like the vitamins are more so just for like you know natural health. We should be taking vitamin D anyway because we're just we're li- we live in Ireland and there's like very little sun. Um, it's a sun, it's a sun, sun you're, saying, you're, saying, you're saying that mate today the sun is melting. It is about four. No, it is a bit of a isn't it? <laughs> um. ZMA basically just um it's always good to have you know the so zinc magnesium in the system it helps with recovery um cramp and stuff like that um and then what was it about melatonin so it's naturally producing the body um it helps you it's sort of the hormone that helps you fall asleep so I take like I probably take too much I take three milligrams (laughs) so I take three tablets uh, before I go to bed each night um and like within 15 minutes I'm gone and then I put three drops. I, I, I was looking for the spray, but it's lavender. Lavender yeah. spray if you can get it. But I just get the lavender drops and I just put like two, three drops in my pillow. Yeah. And they just help you calm and, you know, um, fall asleep. But like even tracking my sleep on the on the ring, I get like three hours of deep sleep every night. <laughs> yeah. Which is like way more than what most people would. Um, whereas my REM is quite is is quite low. Like I only get like twenty five minutes of REM each night. Yeah, that's you still yeah. get it. I mean, there's some people who don't get any REM sleep. Like, yeah. You you said it yourself. Uh, your bedtime routine is fairly extensive. Like you don't. Yeah. Well, obviously, you don't have to go into that detail, but like I just, I just, I, it's just me. I, I'm a perfectionist, and that's the way I do it. So. No, hundred percent, mate. It's good, to, good to know how you do it, and as you said, you're quality of sleep is quite high as a result yeah, of it, but... I'm asleep by like I'd be in bed by see like I was watching the Real Madrid match last night so I was asleep 
I probably went to bed about quarter past 10. I was asleep by quarter to 11. And then I was up at half six. Yeah. So half six, seven o'clock. That's the same every yeah. night. You must have been quite tired last night because the man said PSG played last night, not the Al Madrid. Oh, sorry. Are they playing tonight? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, and then Arsenal's tomorrow too. We're gonna to come back. We're gonna come back. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm only interested in big leagues, but I'm not interested. In <laughs> Where's Celtic? Moving <laughs> uh, on. Um, on uh, on supplements, mate. Uh, people are obviously going to be turning their attention towards the gym, like uh, kids going back to school. They want to go back with the best of gear. Um, Oh, yeah. What supplements, if any, do you recommend for getting back into the gym? What would be worthwhile having? Um, so, you know, if you if you struggle to get your protein in, obviously whey protein is always an option. Um, some some of them can be like fairly harsh in the stomach. Like I can't actually, my like my shits are horrible when I take my protein, uh, protein. But. It just it just irritates my like my stomach. Um so I moved away from that and I just started taking like more like isolates. So it's basically just more refined. It's easier for your body to, body to digest. Mm. Uh, it's just pure protein. like, um, And then uh, creatine would be the two big ones, basically. And then obviously like your multivitamin, your zinc and magnesium. And if you wanted to, if you found like it was hard to relax, then I'd say go for the strong support match. You know, uh, the PM one. Yeah. That's good. I, I, yeah. I, like, I have about two weeks now and I actually do really like it. Yeah, and in terms of obviously protein, whey protein, um, is it whey, whey protein yeah, that you have, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, do you think that everybody needs to get whey protein or you, you, you definitely don't need it. Um, like if you, I would, I would, supplements are, you know, if you struggle to get something from food, then you should supplement it in. That's like the actual definition yeah. of supplement is to like bring it in if you're, if you're deficient in it um so (laughs) so if you're deficient in protein the easy way to get protein in is just throwing a scoop of protein into you know whey um yeah a scoop of whey protein into a shaker and drinking it whatever or adding it to like your greek yogurt or your porridge in the morning or your cream of rice if you're a cream of rice head um i'll do that i'll do that that right next time instead of yeah um but like it's just an easy way to, to to get it in if you are struggling to get it in. But you're much better off getting it from like you're much better getting it off from full natural sources, sources yeah. natural sources like chicken, uh, eggs, meat. Because uh, along with along with all the the wee voice crack there, <laughs> along with all the uh, additional like vitamins, and minerals that come in actual meat as well. It's yeah. just it's better absorbed by the body. Yeah, the amino profiles so yeah. higher exactly. sources. But um yeah, I think people sometimes prioritize like supplements as the game changer, like the building block to the pyramid of their 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 progress. Whereas an actual fact, if you actually just make sure that your nutrition is fairly spot on, that your training's again structured the right way and you're not eating like an asshole, then yeah, like if, you're not eating McDonald's, if you're not eating McDonald's three meals a day, like you'll be grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, hundred percent. I went, I think I went four years without actually having any like protein. Like I, I didn't use a protein supplement because I was just again 
most yeah. of my meals we can I just naturally quite like meat. Have you seen my um, supplement press? Like the amount of stuff I just I just like buying supplements and having and trying new things and trying new flavors and stuff. Um, yeah. sure, even I like, get like like I some of the stuff that I don't like I just keep to one side and I never really get rid of it and then whenever Kyle comes I'm like here I have stuff for you <laughs> and I just slide them all over to him <laughs> I, I, listen I, I, I love coming to your house it's, it's like oh do you want this I'm like I always bring my big backpack just, just, just to make sure yeah exactly um but yeah like supplementation it's it's not the most important thing I know even when I started a gym like even even two years ago, like two two years ago was the last proper cut I did. I remember the first thing I did was when I decided I was going to cut, I went onto my protein and I bought a five kilo bag of vanilla whey. And, yeah. I, and I probably would still have that today if I didn't like move out of home and stuff like that. So obviously I moved in with my girlfriend um, and since then. Um, and I'm pretty sure when I moved out, that bag of protein was still there. So it's probably in the bin now somewhere. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, the only other thing that I would probably say is a worthwhile supplement to have is caffeine. Um, oh yeah, caffeine. Oh, yeah. I I, I yeah. just it's so much now. I don't even I don't even look at it as a supplement. Like, yeah, no, well, that's the thing. Like, you, you don't actually look at it as a supplement. You get like a tablet form or um, yeah, something you buy. You can physically have black coffee in the morning if you're trying to lose a bit of weight, you can cut calories for a in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Black, black coffee, kind of monster. You've got a bit of caffeine there, so that'll just help blunt your rate of perceived exertion, which means that you're not going to feel as strenuously hard done by when you do exercise. And then it also helps you use fat as an energy source. So caffeine for the win, um, not advocating too many cans of... Sponsor us. Mate, actually, on that question, we just had a wee brain thought there. I put up a poll yesterday because I've obviously done away with Orange Monster, the MVP. Is, in your, what, what's, what, in your opinion, is the current best monster? Best monster. Um, I'm gonna so I'm gonna give you two answers, right? Because I I, I obviously ordered I ordered you a crate of like 3Ds, the Thor's energy drinks, I can't remember the name of it, and uh, Rain and Monster, which Rain's Monster owns Rain, if you didn't know that. I didn't. I actually didn't know that. They, no. they own that. And Coca-Cola owns Monster. I know didn't. that. I know that, yeah. <laughs> right. So 3D, the blue 3D is class. Right? Yeah. It's but it's it's like the price of two cans of monster so yes, um i'm a big fan of the red the red monster red monster red uh, it's, it's it's red white blue in monster in my opinion the new blue and the mango one so you can't you can't leave that you can't leave the white one out of your top three i, I, I don't know mate do you know what it is i don't think it's it so controversial <laughs> no mate the white one seems to be most people's go-to. But see, because so many people like it, it's I don't it's popular. That's why everyone goes to it, and I haven't tried any other one, but it is still one of the best. I, I'd agree. I had the red one for the first time in a while when I was doing my reviews, and I actually, you know what, I went, I was like, the red is very nice. It's I do it's like different it. about it. It's yeah. just, yeah. it's refreshing. It's fruity. It's nice, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like strawberry or something, isn't it? Pomegranate, strawberry, something like that. I just basically, oh, yeah. 
mate, it's never seen a strawberry or pomegranate in his life. It's all chemical-based <laughs> anyway, so the flavouring is not overly important, but yeah, it's apparently meant to be something like that. Um, the orange, I don't know what monster we're thinking, but they've had a nightmare. I was almost thinking about boycotting them. I still can't believe that they brought out the, they relaunched the yellow one and they got rid of the orange one. Did they, re- did they relaunch the yellow, relaunched citrus the yellow one? one? Yeah, they relaunched the citrus, citrus one. And, <laughs> and it, it tastes just like someone scored a lemon into your mouth, like it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. We've got eye water. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. Like the orange one just tastes like Fanta or clover. Yeah. Like it just tastes like orange. So if you're an orange it's man, funny. I don't even like Fanta that much, but see, when it came to that monster, I just, every time I was like, oh, oh, yeah, well, fair enough. Um, walk into, you'd walk into the shack and you'd see you, but like a throne of monsters stacked up each other. You're painting a bad picture of me now. Uh, well, speaking of bad pictures and me drinking things, the pubs are going to be open the same week as the gyms. So, the big question is, the people of Ireland, how do they balance sustainability with the gym versus the sesh? Like, we're not all elite athletes, so we can obviously, we're, we're well able to balance both. It's not like you can't get results and go out at the weekend and drink ahead of yourself. Yeah. Um, when you are drinking, though, you do make some silly decisions. I know when I used to go out on a mad one, I used to order a large um, Texas barbecue to my house from Domino's. And yeah. I'd go over and I'd meet the delivery man outside Domino's and hop in the car with him and give him an extra five to drop me home. That's it. That's <laughs> a, that's a life. That's a life hack. That's, that's, that's <laughs> a man's game. That is. <laughs> um, and then I'd end up falling asleep with the pizza on top of me. Like I wouldn't even eat any of it. Um, Did you morning though? Yeah, because I was hung over the yeah. bed, and then I'd feel worse after it. <laughs> but, mate, that, that that's making some good decisions for a hangover. <laughs> don't recommend it if you're like trying to lose a bit of weight but you know like it's it's just it's just like you know you have to let loose once in a while fair enough yeah. I don't drink that much you'd be a little bit more of a a drinker than me but um uh, I feel like I'm more of a takeaway person so when I do go on the drink I end up ordering a shit ton of food and trying to stuff my face and I'm like I wasn't even hungry so why did I order this and you're just eating excess calories for no reason you know when you're drinking yeah, but I don't think under the influence of alcohol it made anyone more adherent to a diet. Nobody ever got better sticking to a diet yeah, when they're exactly. drinking alcohol, did they? No. I remember actually a post. I remember I was walk I think I was walking to work like two years ago, or a year ago anyway, and I saw one of your posts and it was like I left the pizza in the oven last night when I was on the sesh. Oh. <laughs> Genuinely pure. And the thing was pure black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looked like some space. I am. Um, I was staying in Belfast at the time, me and Jen were, it was the first, we were actually, I was doing a bit of dieting at the time, and then that was the kind of first weekend that we let loose, we went to Belfast, and we decided we had the apartment, instead of getting takeaways, we had an oven there, so we, we bought pizzas, thinking we were clever, came yeah, back from yeah, the money, you know. put the pizza in the oven, I woke up at like, half four in the morning to the fire alarms going off <laughs> went out in the apartment I mean it looked black like I mean you couldn't see from the smoke and then I opened the door and this like meteor of a pizza was there and I was like shit uh, <laughs> I, I thought yeah I thought I was going to jail that night 
<laughs> I'm actually going to Belfast the first week in June. My sister got to say oh. right away. I don't know what hotel it is, some hotel in Belfast. So we're gonna go up and do a wee, wee bit of shopping. Yeah, it's nice for some yeah. to, to, oh, to yeah. resume. Um, it's mad that like literally only across the border in Uri, like it's only a 15 minute spin from the dock that everyone's back in gyms and the pubs are open and everyone's going mad like. Yeah, I know. It's, in a lot of ways, I quite like to see the fact that we twenty minutes up the road that there's some normality resuming because yeah. we can't continue what we're doing. I suppose we could always move. We could always move to Newry, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, it would probably work for the two months. It would feel like legends, and then all of a sudden it'd open up down here, and it'd just be a pointless move. Yeah. Um. True. But uh, in regards to people going to pubs, nights out, restaurants, uh, I think it would be fairly harsh for anyone at this point to deprive people of having a social life because we uh, have... We haven't had one year. ...deprived that long. It's not a fault of the people that the government has decided that the gym wasn't a necessity during a pandemic. That's what it is. Uh, necessity, but retail is more of a necessity than... Your 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 physical health, and some nah, people have health as well. Maybe I just a couple of PTs. We are not going to change. Yeah, money, so we, we, we don't we don't know anything. We don't we don't know it, but we'll deal with the facts as they are. So the government has decided that obviously the gyms are the last thing to open, along with the pubs. And uh, again, it's unfair to deprive anyone of a few nights out or meeting up with their friends, but. Um, Obviously, if you are wanting to make a change with your body health fitness, uh, it is going to involve some form of measuring or managing uh, both. So this whole mentality of you can eat whatever you want and still achieve what you want, that works on a very basic level. But if you're you're talking about does that actually work long-term, no, because... Realistically, you're going to have to be fairly clever about your food and drink choices. Yes, you can drink. I, I've dieted what now nine weeks, ten weeks in a row, and I have been on the sesh most weekends <laughs> about the sesh. Uh, calories. <laughs> yeah, look like, again. I, I was probably one of the person who objected most to having to be meticulous about counting calories and um, looking at every part of your diet as a this needs to be managed. But it's actually funny, when you come up with a good structure routine, how much you can actually do and live a normal life without uh, impacting your fitness goals. And I think that's something that we need to kind of embrace a little bit more. It's not something you do forever, but when you are looking to achieve some form of fitness goal, having some measurement of what you're doing definitely is beneficial because otherwise it's just guesswork as we said though for the start uh getting back into the gym and exercise and probably going back to work for most people your movement's going to be higher you're going to get some newbie gains and your again your femogen rate's going to be a good bit higher because of the amount of moving that you're doing so uh, you probably will get away with eating and drinking more. It should compensate for the fact that you can get away with eating out with your mates. But that's my two cents on it. Yeah. Even if you are right and you are trying to be a little bit stricter on yourself, for the people that do want to, you know, achieve like 
lose a lot of fat because we are coming into the summer. Uh, there is a yeah. few there. So obviously, like you know, diet mixers and spirits, stay away from the cider. Cider light, maybe. That's a different podcast altogether. Anyway, go on. Uh, so stay on the stay on the the diet mixers and um, the like the spirits. So obviously they're generally more low in calories as well. Um, there's less. Obviously there's zero calories in the diet mixer. Um, yeah. When you having like a normal Coke, have like maybe a Pepsi Max because Pepsi's better than Coke. Um, even you know, try to if you're a big Guinness drinker or something like that, and you usually have ten pints of Guinness, and then you move on to the whiskey. Just maybe have three pints of Guinness and then move on to the whiskey. Do you know, just yeah. making some shortcuts here and there. Um, but I'm pretty sure nobody's gonna be able to drink ten pints and then move on to a whiskey when we get back to it. <laughs> in fairness, I think there's maybe a lot of people who have been kind of training in the house in the sense oh, yeah, of how much alcohol <laughs> they can drink on a weekly basis in preparation for the pubs opening. Yeah, they're prepping hard. <laughs> they're prepping hard. Um, yeah, tell me, we'll, we'll, leave the, we'll leave the sustainability versus fresh there. Um, there's going to be obviously a few weeks' time the gym is open. What exercises are you looking forward to doing the most? If you mention a fucking Smith machine, <laughs> I'm going to get incline, incline reverse reverse banded bench, please. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going to have a photo of you in the gym in, in the shack and just say you're not allowed in. This man's not allowed. In. So that's the carry on you're going to be at. Um, I don't know, right? So recently, I started. So I, obviously. I was training like a lot of like, you know, strength movements over the last like 18 months or so around that time. Um, yeah. And then I, my, my favorite was squat, obviously, because it was my strongest. Um, yeah. I think I got to two five for one or something like that around that. Anyway, I can't actually remember, but uh, every time I went to train, I felt like I was going to shit my spine out. So yeah. it's some, sometimes it's enjoyable. Sometimes it's not. And I start, we, I started doing some uh, pendulum squats recently and I Can actually explain find them quite enjoyable. Can you explain what pendulum squats are? So basically, like it's it's a machine, it's a machine squat. So you have um the the, the so you're, there's gonna be pads on your shoulders, and the it works as basically like you know if you think of like a grandfather clock and you know the pendulum swings like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's it starts in like a an upwards L position. You yeah. stand in underneath, and you have a platform to put your feet, and basically you just squat down into it. Um, and back up focuses a lot more on the quads not that I need quad growth or anything like that but no. um, I should probably work a little bit more on like lying hamstring curls or something like that but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know maybe, uh, some, maybe some phase pulls for my rear delts <laughs> fair enough um, so what's, what's going to be your favourite? Mate, I'm I've had dreams about things that I've never done in my life. Like I'm genuinely looking for. He's been he's been dreaming about the Smith machine. That's <laughs> yeah, not not disclosing that information. <laughs> no, it's, I'm I'm actually thinking about see because my training has consisted at the moment. Like I've bought a I don't even know if you can see that somebody see there's like a squat rack there that's in front of me. I didn't tidy the room there, but uh, 
if you're listening to this well and watching it, I've just shown a wooden score wrap. Uh, but I paid for that after through the toys at the pram. Um, so I've got that and a barbell. But I've just been not limited, but like you're obviously back with what you've got. But like my training is mostly consistent of just barbell work for so long. But as much as I love barbell work and I can see the benefit of it 100%, it's kept me, to be honest, it's probably progressed me further than anything ever has. You've the massive beast that you are today. Massive beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the monster that helped with that. Uh, but, <laughs> no, no, like, it's just looking forward to actually getting into doing things that are a little bit different. So I guess that borders on, is exercise always enjoyable? And I'd say, no, actually, there's a lot of things I really would like to have to do on the day. Uh, that's the act of exercising or training. It's time-consuming, and sometimes it's not overly enjoyable because you are having to put stress on the body. And sometimes when day-to-day life happens, extra stress isn't the thing that you want it's more so you look at the results of what it actually gives you so I think for the last little while being stuck in my house and in the, the little room that I'm in it's not exactly the most motivating to go right I'm going to take a scoop of pre-workout gen and I'm going to go through to the spare room and do like and do yeah like again squatting and benching it's like you, you, there's no room for error there because there's no safeties if I if I fall in the plates, one, the plates are going to smash, and two, more importantly, the floor's going to smash, which means <laughs> I'm going to be homeless because Jen's going to throw me out. But um, tangent aside, uh, the, I'm, I'm looking forward to just doing an incline uh, chest press. Oh, like, an incline press. I think 2016. Flies or something. Get the chest pumping. <laughs> so, mate, well, I'll tell you what, you read me a wee program and I'll get some flies <laughs> done. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to actually just doing things that are slightly different to barbell work again. I'll always keep the barbell work, but that and having a bit of atmosphere around again just. It's like, massive, isn't it? Yeah, like I can't wait to just hear some terrible tunes played by. I was going to name drop the local gym, but I'm not going to do that. But uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to hear some terrible tunes and then just watch the absolute shittery that goes on again. <laughs> uh, you've got people bicep around and squatting back. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait for that to be my biggest problem again. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, as, a, as a side to that, if you are still listening, and I appreciate if you're still listening, if you're going to go back to the gym, Please, please just re-rack your fucking weights. Yeah, yeah, put them back, please. Yeah, it's not beneficial for you to do that. Imagine you are squatting a heavyweight or deadlifting, a fairly heavyweight, but you consider heavy. You leave the weights on that bar and look away. You might not think twice about it, but what happens if a woman who's half your size has to come up to that? It's probably already quite... Or, you, or, or, a, or a man. Or a man, yeah, but look, it's... Again, I don't want to be accused of being sexist or assuming genders. So whatever you are, if you are already feeling intimidated about being in the gym and then you've had to walk up to some arsehole who's left his weights behind, it's not going to help anyone. So please, please, if you take anything from this, re-rack your fucking weights. Extra gains, bro. Extra. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> 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 what? what 
which leads us nicely on to our very last point. So people with anxiety, people have been locked in their house, they've been staring at their phones, Instagram, Facebook, they've been seeing people who, again, during lockdown, there's some people who've done massive things and made great progress with, again, we'll keep it fitness related, but have done some great progress through lockdown, but not everybody has. So for the people who have done little to nothing over lockdown and are getting back into it and feeling a bit of anxiety, what tips do you recommend? Um, so, well, I know talking from my own experience, like we've all had good times and bad times in lockdown. Um, like I qualified as PT in the first lockdown. So that's what nearly a year ago now. <laughs> um, it's mad that I've only been writing home workouts for the, for the whole for the whole uh, for the whole year that I've been a qualified PT. But um, you know, when I'm in the gym or if Kyle's in the gym, like we're not looking at anybody else. I honestly don't care what the person next to me is doing. I'm just focusing on myself, and I presume the vast majority of people are the same as that. So I wouldn't worry about thinking that if you went to a gym people are going to be looking at you because 99.9% of them won't be uh, they're all yeah. there for the same reason they're trying to get in good shape they're trying to either lose fat or gain muscle uh, and they're more focused on their own body rather than what you're doing yeah um, if you do struggle with anxiety and stuff like that I'm not saying I, I don't I definitely don't struggle with anxiety or anything like that I'm probably the most easygoing person in the world um yeah but I did feel like a little bit like pressure there like a few weeks ago between just seeing everyone doing stuff on social media. And I was like, I need to take some time off. it. Um, so I didn't post for like maybe three weeks, I think it was. Yeah. And I started doing meditation twice a day. So in the evening time, I do 20 minutes guided relaxation, positivity meditation just on YouTube. Um, and then in the morning, I do 10 minutes uh, meditation just to wake up. I feel like it helps a lot. Um, it helps clear out any negative thoughts you know and helps you focus on yourself i haven't told anybody that actually yet so that's a that's a that's a new I, I was just going to say it's this meditation just a code word for pornhub.com <laughs> <laughs> now it's some it's some random young one chatting in my ear saying breathe, feel, feel, feel your muscles in your legs relax yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stress go. <laughs> don't, don't you call you daddy? Don't <laughs> say it, Kyle. Um, That's the same. Yeah, well, yeah, no spot. I mean, we're not going to judge here, but if that's for you, knock away. <laughs> Listen, if it helps, it helps. It reduces stress and anxiety. Again, I'm a bit of an advocate of it, but again, yeah. that's for the podcast. Um, yeah, you touched on a very good point there, mate. And anyone who's doing better than you isn't going to be judging you. Like, if many people that are doing that. Yeah, like, again, as I said, you probably feel as well. Not the time when we go to the gym. We're focus, so focused on what we're doing ourselves. There's a good chance that we're just trying to be as effective as possible and trying to get it done so we can get up the road. So, uh, the, the last thing we're going to be doing is judging someone else who's trying to better themselves. Everybody who goes to a gym in some sort of capacity is trying to better themselves. So um, I always say, write down or go in my plan so you know what you're doing. So that takes out the, the thought process and the emotion of wandering around, trying to find where you're going next, what you're doing, see if things are free. Go 
go in with a set plan so you know exactly what you're doing and where you're going. Um, if you've got exercises on that plan that you're not entirely comfortable or confident about, YouTube's obviously a great uh, a great source that you can use for free. But most gyms will have fitness instructors and personal trainers that can give you a hand. Um, go with friends. Jobs, I don't feel like they're uh, you're putting them off. Like that's what they're paid to do is to help you. So. Yeah. Well, well, like when I used to be a fitness instructor for gyms, I used to love when people ask me questions because it got me doing more than just like cleaning treadmills and stuff. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was great when there was a welcome distraction. So, 100% approach someone and ask for advice because, again, it's a job. And then definitely go with friends helps. Uh, so, you've got a support network there. Or if you want to get a bit more, not adventurous, but there is also classes as well. Classes seem to be a great one for kind of getting you involved. You don't always feel alone when you're doing them. They usually have quite a good kind of team feel to it. Yeah. So find, find a class that you like and don't be put off. There's, a, there's another one that kind of comes up where people feel that they're not fit enough to do classes like you it's not about being fit. Any good class and any good instructor will be able to tailor class so that it suits everybody in that class. So there can be somebody who's doing a couch to 5K in the class who's not done exercise at all in their life. And then you can have somebody who regularly runs triathlons. They both, at the end of the workout, should come out with a similar level of uh, value that comes out of the, the class. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I think from my side of things, I wrote down a few topics, and that is me absolutely out of it. And I'm probably bothering on the list of that one. Well, I don't know how long it's gone, but it's probably up. It doesn't say it, it says recording, <laughs> it doesn't tell me how long. Right. Well, cool. Well, like, unless you've got anything you want to add, we'll probably leave it there. Yeah, no, that, that's 100% for me. I actually really enjoyed that this morning. It's different than the old podcasts. Because oh, listen. Yeah, go on. You, you weren't pissed. <laughs> you know what? It's a strange experience. I actually think you missed the start. So the old podcasts were, were good. They were what we were kind of doing at the time. Uh, but they just weren't the direction we wanted to go. It was like a Star Wars Christmas special. It had the characters that we all wanted. It just didn't have a storyline or direction. It was so, like Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Unlike the Star Wars Christmas special, you can't fucking watch them anymore because they're gone. They've disappeared. If you were lucky or unlucky. Yeah. If you were lucky, you can make a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. You can get the podcast onto YouTube. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're moving up in the world. But, uh, the, yeah, we're, we're taking the podcast a new direction because we wanted to give a little bit more value than just us sitting, drinking, having chats, which again was good rambles, but it's not the direction. Way. You never know. I'm, yeah, I'm off the cans to the pubs opener. <laughs> Birthday on Friday or Saturday, maybe that aside, uh, I'll be off the cans to the, the pubs opener again. Thank you. Right, well look, I'm going to go and purchase myself some cream of rice and do it properly. Uh, hashtag mistake I'll say I'll say <laughs> yeah you said the instructions um, <laughs> other than that mate that was good uh, you can how do we stop it okay yeah